The following is a presentation of Southern Union State Community College Athletics. Exclusive broadcast rights have been granted to the iSchoolSportsNetwork.com by Southern Union Bison Athletics. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of iSchoolSportsNetwork.com is strictly prohibited. Southern Union Bison Athletics, brought to you by Southern Union State Community College, The Knowles Group, Meadows Farm Equipment, Farm Boys Cafe, The Randolph Leader, The Car Clinic, and The Chuck House. Stay tuned, our broadcast is coming up. Ready for your first step? Here it is. Ready to compete? You will. Ready to take your talent to the next level? You can. If you're ready to go big, then go Bison. Our facilities are among the best in the nation. Our teams, some of the most competitive. But what makes this place really special is opportunity. Start your journey. Take your shot. This is Southern Union Athletics. And hey, welcome back to the campus of Lawson State Community College in Birmingham, Alabama. I'm Tim Altork, alongside Adam Slay and Lon Hurst here on the iSchool Sports Network. Thank you for tuning back in with us for game number two between Southern Union and Lawson State. The Bison lost game number one, three to one. It was a pitcher's duel all the way, and the Cougars scored two runs in the bottom half of the sixth inning to break a 1-1 tie late and come away with a win. That result brought the record to, for Southern Union to 16-11 overall this season, 9-6 in the division. Lawson State now 13-15 and 10-5 and and in the division, one game ahead of Southern Union for technically second place. Everybody's behind Sneed State at this point. But we're getting geared up for game number two. I'll give you the starting lineup first for the visiting Southern Union Bison. Not many changes, just a couple of little tweaks to the lineup. That's here. odd for you to say, visiting Southern I Union I know, Bison. it's nice to be out here on the road, a little different change of scenery. And the Bison would like to have a change of scenery as far as the result in this game. They'll do it with this lineup. It'll be Miles Cook to lead off and play center field. Riley Borgert will play shortstop and bat second. Thomas Collins will play third base and bat third. Casey Clark will play first base and bat cleanup. Jake Spivey will be the DH and bat fifth. Brody Sire will play right field and bat sixth. And here's where the changes come in from the first game. Clayton Phillips moves up from eighth to seventh. He's still playing second base. Griffin Usher will start the game at catcher. He will bat eighth and Will Kelly will hit ninth and play left field. And just a note, Usher probably would have started the second game anyway, but Austin Brewer injured, talked to Coach Everett between games. He said it's a little minor hamstring issue that Austin Brewer is dealing with, uh, and hopefully it shouldn't be a long-term thing for Brewers. But Usher came in and played well in the second game in Brewer's absence and gets the start here in game number two. And they'll face starting pitcher Graham Eintema. And in case you're curious about that last name, it is unusual. It's spelled Y-N-T-E-M-A. Eintema 
is the last name, and here's how he's done so far this season. Good numbers for him. A 4-0 record in seven appearances, a 1-6-7 ERA, 27 innings pitched, just 24 hits allowed, and 32 strikeouts in those 27 innings. So over a strikeout an inning, and we saw good pitching in the first game for both teams, but it was Flynn that got the win for Lawson State. And it looks like another sharp pitcher will be on the mound for the Cougars against this Southern Union lineup defensively for Lawson State. The lineup like this, Tommy Easley in left, Tucker Nevin in center. He did not play in the first game. Brant Brown will play right field. Tyson Tubbs, who was the DH in game number one, will play third. Nolan Forehand back out there at short. Bryce Newman at second. Christian Presley at first. And Kyle LaRoach, a good backstop back there behind the plate. And really, Adam, this, the situation, Lon, guys, the, the Bison need to get these bats going. Yes. I mean, we saw good offense yesterday. They scored six or seven runs in the first game, six in the second, or vice versa, whatever it was. And they hit the ball well, had timely hits. Bison got into a couple of situations with run scoring opportunities in game number one, but never did get that timely hit. And they got to get the bats. They got to get the bats hot. They got to do exactly what they did yesterday. They got to replicate the six and seven runs that they got. They got to get them at crucial times, even if there's two outs in the inning, uh, and uh, maybe play a little small ball. But that that kind of seems to help them sometimes is getting runners in scoring position. And uh, I think you'll probably see a little bit of that this afternoon. Uh, I wanted to say this about uh, their pitcher Graham Etma uh, out of Lilburn, Georgia. I'm a big, tall left-hander out there taking his warm-up tosses. And the other thing that stood out to me in terms of results, yesterday we talked in game number one about how the Bison played the first two games of this series yesterday without making an error. They had some defensive miscues in the first game and today, and those cost them. The, the Miles Cook error in center field in the first inning set up the first run. There was a tough play at second by Collins that Coach Everett said he considered an error as well that set up the, the two runs that scored in the sixth. So, and, and also you saw that offensively. There were some mistakes on the base paths for the Bison in game number one. So you see how slim the margin is among these teams in this division where the mistakes, the team that does not execute, the team that does not limit the mistakes that they make usually ends up being the losing team. And we saw that in game number one. And hopefully as Miles Cook steps into the box, the Bison can correct those issues and get a split here in today's doubleheader. Intima delivers. Call strike right through there, and it's 0-1. We're underway in game number two. I'd like to see an explosion here from the Southern Union Bats, about three or four here in the first inning. Be a good start, wouldn't it? As Cook fouls one off, he's quickly in the hole 0-2. Cook had a... Did a good job, was on base twice in the first game with a single and a walk, one for two officially. Breaking ball, misses outside. And it's one and two. Cook stole a base, but was also picked off in the sixth. One of those base running errors that we talked about as he swings and misses for strike three, and he's out number one against Intima. And we mentioned the strikeout numbers, more than a strikeout an inning 
for the Cougars lefty, and he starts it off right there and gets Cook swinging. And Riley Borgert will be the hitter. Borgert swings at the first pitch, fouls it out of play. And it's 0-1. Borgert had a hit, an infield single, one for three in the first game. And he was thrown out trying to steal as well. Swing and a miss. 0-2 quickly to Borgert. And Eintema throwing nothing but strikes so far. Hill two pitch, swing and a miss. Breaking ball. Borgert came up empty. Two strikeouts to start the first. Here for the Bison, the opposite of an offensive explosion, Adam. Yep. <laughs> More of a dud so far as Thomas Collins steps to the plate with two outs and nobody on here in the first. My Nostradamus approach has uh, <laughs> left me. That's right. Collins swing and a miss. High fastball, didn't get it. Collins one for three in the first game, had a single in three trips. Pitch bounces. And that'll even the count at one to one. One one pitch. Swing and a miss. A breaking ball. Itama has been sharp. He started that out to the center of the plate and it broke off over into the right-handed, just to the edge of the right-handed batter's box. Here's the one-two pitch. Tried to do it again, but too far outside this time with the breaking ball, and that evens things up at two and two. And Tim, from this angle, he's really taking a lot off of that breaking pitch. It does not look to have very much velocity at all on it. And back with it again, swing and a miss. They're going to have to throw him out at first as the ball was in the dirt, and they do. And three strikeouts to start the game for Eintema. The Bison go one, two, three in the top of the first. We go to bottom half of inning number one, no score. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Bison go one, two, three in the top of the first. Three strikeouts. Let's see if Cade Brooks for the Bison can match pitches with Eintema, who looked very sharp for the Cougars out there. Cade Brooks, the starting pitcher for Southern Union, comes in with a two and two record in seven appearances, a 7-7-7 ERA, 22 innings pitched, 29 hits allowed, 10 walks, 17 strikeouts. In that time, he'll face a little different looking lineup for the Cougars. They'll, they'll run out like this. Brent Brown leading off hit in right field. First baseman Christian Presley batting second. Catcher Kyle LaRoche batting third. Left fielder Tommy Easley batting cleanup. Third baseman Tyson Tubbs batting fifth. The DH is Ivan Cornelius batting sixth. Shortstop Nolan Forehand batting seventh. Second baseman Bryce Newman batting eighth. And center fielder Tucker Nevin batting in the number nine spot. 
And this, as we mentioned at the top, really a fight for second place with this game. If the Bison can win this one, they'll pull even, and these two teams will be tied in the standings behind Sneed State. If the Bison lose, they'll end up two games behind and be sitting in third place. So a pretty important game is you want to stay in the top half of those standings. Only the top five in each division go to the conference tournament at the end of the season. Brooks. And, and the Bison will take on Sneed next week. So That's right. So they've got the opportunity with this game and four next week right in front of them to climb to the top of this division. But it starts right here. Brooks has fallen behind two and one to leadoff hitter Brant Brown. And, and it's kind of unusual. You talk about being in the top five. In basketball, it's the top four. Baseball, it's the top five. Softball, it's the top six. <laughs> Am I correct? That is correct. Yeah. There you go. And that's to make it to the conference tournament. Swing and a foul tip at the plate. And that'll even the count at two and two. Believe it or not, folks, we do do our homework sometimes. Or just stumble across it, one of the two. Yeah. <laughs> now, Tim's like me. He's a researcher. Tim was probably up at the leader office about five this morning getting ready. <laughs> not that early. Pitch is up and away. It's three and two. I was there at 515. 5.15. <laughs> <laughs> I actually stayed in bed till about 10 till 6 and got up and finished packing up and picked you guys up. No, I didn't. I wasn't there. I got there at 7 o'clock this morning just to get ready. Swing and a miss. Strike three, and it's all strikeouts all the way for both sides so far. That's Brent nice, Brown goes down swinging. Nice little slider slash cutter that he's throwing right there. It is a cutter. I was talking to Coach Everett about his repertoire, and he does feature that cutter, and it's just got that slight inward movement towards the right-handers, and that was it right there. Got his man. Good good eye there, Lon. Pitch stayed up. Bounced off the mid of Usher, and it's 1-0 to it's, Christian Presley. It's got a little more movement than some cutters I've seen, so I wasn't quite sure if it was. It's kind of – it's – it's halfway between a, a cutter and a slider, really. Grounder to third. Collins has it. Hops and throws and gets his man for out number two. Whatever it is, it's a good pitch. It is. It is. Well, you know they call the, the you know that slider curve. They, they came up with the word slurve. Slurve. Yeah. What's the what's the cutter slider? The clutter. <laughs> the clutter. <laughs> That would be that would be about Slu the pitches. No, it'd be slutter. That, oh, no, that would be a, the pitches that I would throw. Clutter. <laughs> the clutter pitch. The cluster pitch. <laughs> oh, and one. Make, <laughs> making up names up here. To Kyle LaRoche. I'm glad we have fun. We wouldn't be doing it if we didn't have fun. Brooks bounces one up there. That'll even the count at one and one. Been a good time, good bit last game talking about Kyle LaRoche and his work behind the plate as he swings and pops one in the air to right. Sire comes in and he puts the glove up like he's got it and he does. And that's out number three. We'll finish talking about LaRoche after we take a break for some commercials. And we will go to the top half of inning number two, no score. 
Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles for 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Back for the top of the second inning. No score between Southern Union and Lawson State. And we were talking about Kyle LaRoche before he popped out in the inning, but I was just going to say that we were talking about his defense, and he's been great behind the plate in this entire series. But he also had a pretty decent game in the first game at the at the plate as well. He scored two of the three runs and was on base twice. So LaRoche having a good day and a good series so far. It'll be the three or excuse me, the four, five, six spots in the order. Here in the second inning, Clark, Spivey, and Sire for the bison. And these guys will get their first look at Graham Eintema, who Struck out all three batters he faced in the first. First pitch to Clark. Swung on and popped up. He put the bat on it, but it's not going to get out of the infield or far out of the infield. His forehand makes the catch on the shallow left field grass, and that's out number one in the second. Adam can secured him another cleaning tool. Another pollen eraser. <laughs> another pollen eraser. I have to Google how to get pollen out of a computer. <laughs> Time six. Yeah, big time. <laughs> Breaking ball to Spivey taken for a strike. It's 0-1. And Eintema doesn't waste any time getting ahead. one up and in on him. And that evens the count of one ball, one strike. Spivey had a hit in three trips in the first game. He was also the DH in that game as well. Will Kelly playing left field in both games. Pitch bounced away from the catcher, called strike on the outside corner. It's one and two. Breeze feels good, I can tell you that, guys. That one was in the dirt and got away from the catcher, so that is a ball. It's two and two. And yeah, the, for, for you guys, folks listening and watching at home, it's not as brisk as it sounds over the uh, microphones. Yeah, it's amplified times four right now. But it's, I'm with you, Adam. That's a nice breeze. Called strike three to Spivey. 
And he is strikeout victim number four, first one looking. And quickly two down here in the second. We talked about how the Lawson State pitching strategy may be to save their, their two best guys for today, and that certainly seems to be the case. Flynn was sharp in game number one, and Eintema has the best numbers of any pitcher on this staff, and he has certainly looked brilliant so far. 0-1 to Sire. Another breaking ball. Might have been a changeup. That might have had some tailing action there. And that's 0-2 now. Circle change. To Sire. He works a lot of off-speed pitches. Has thrown very few fastballs. And there's a base hit on another off-speed pitch. As Sire put the bat on it and punched it into right. So a two-out single for Brody Sire. Brings up Clayton Phillips. Two pitches, same speed, same spot. Usually doesn't in a row doesn't doesn't work out well for the pitcher. No. Well, Clayton had one hit in the first game. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. Double down the left field yep, line. Double down the left field line. And again, another situation where he was on to start the inning, and a, a base running blunder really hurt him as he pops it straight up in the air. It looks like it's going to stay in play. Laroche makes the catch. Not an easy play, and he made it. And that's been par for the course for LaRoche. And that's out number three in the second. We go to bottom half of inning number two, no score. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and, of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Husqvarna's end-of-season clearance sale is on, and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. Bottom half of inning number two, no score between Southern Union and Lawson State. Here in the second game of our doubleheader today, the fourth and final game of this series. Bison have won two of the first three, but Lawson State came off the deck and won the first one today. And they'll get things started here in the second with the hero of the first game, Tommy Easley, the cleanup hitter. And left fielder easily two for three in the first game. Had a single and a two-run double. Drove home all three runs. He takes low from Cade Brooks for ball one. Tim, what would you be doing this afternoon if you weren't up here? Uh, Probably doing laundry. <laughs> Swing and miss. By easily, you know, I got four kids. The laundry just never stops. Yeah, yep, never-ending job. Lon, what would you be doing? Something similar to that. Cutting grass, weed eating, laundry, dusting. Who knows? Swing and a miss easily. Now behind in the count, one and two. Trying to redo a little bit of a uh, 
some a shower in the guest bathroom. So I might be finding an excuse to get outside on a day like this, though. Swing and a miss, but a cat pops away from Usher. He's not going to be able to run it down in time to throw out easily, who reaches on the wild pitch after the strikeout. So a tough break there for Cade Brooks. He got the pitch to get the out, but it popped away from Usher, went all the way back to the backstop. And by the time Usher got to it, he wasn't going to have time to throw his man out. And Easley's down at first for Tyson Tubbs. Pitch is outside for ball one. Tubbs was the DH in the first game. Playing third base in this one, throw over to first. Easily dives, dives back. Nice move by Brooks there. Easily four out of seven in the stolen base department. Coming into this series. Throw over again. Close play. It's a quick move by Brooks. Gotten closer each time. Yeah. Throw over again. Guys, a really good crowd out here uh, this afternoon. You can't hear a lot of them, but they're they're up on the hill to our right behind the first base dugout and some over here uh, down the left field side as well. Pitch to Tubbs is outside, so it's 2-0. and oh. Over again. And that's, you think, well, why is he throwing over so much? I think the one where he almost got him kind of kind of baited him a little bit. He feels like he might be able to actually pick him off, so he keeps throwing over. Now he comes home, swung on and popped up on the infield. Phillips drifts out into right, shallow right, and makes the catch. Easily stands on the bag and stays put. One out here in the second as Tubbs pops out. And this will be our first look at Ivan Cornelius. Ivan. Ivan the Great. <laughs> Guys, he's out of Springville. Big right-hander. Takes, must have been high, maybe outside. It's 1-0 to Cornelius. Comes in hitting 156. Five for 32 on the season. No home runs, four RBIs. And a 1-0 count. Inside right under his, under his shirt almost. 2-0. I don't know how that didn't get him. Yeah, he, Jack knocked out of the way of that one. Two-zero pitch, swung on, big cut, foul tipped it into the glove. It's two and one. Good block by Usher that time. 
And it's three balls and a strike. Pitch swung on, fouled out of play, right side. And that'll run the count full. Full count, one out. Keep an eye on Easley over there. Now would be a good time to throw over. Yeah, it might catch him leaning if he's going. He's not going. The pitch is fouled off. Cornelius. Stays alive on the 3-2. We'll do it again. Here's the 3-2. And that one stayed up. It's a walk for Cornelius. And there's runners at first and second with one out. Good at bat by Cornelius. He fouled off a couple of pitches. Kept himself alive and worked the walk. And the shortstop, Nolan Forehand, is the hitter. Forehand had a good defensive play. It was the forehand backhand <laughs> play that he made to end the game in the first game. Don't get to say that often, do you? <laughs> no. you, you? I was dying to say it. I know. You You thought about that one a while. This is not a huge point, but he did make a good defensive play. I just had to say forehand, backhand. But that's what he did. He, he ranged to the hole. Bison had runners at first and second. He made the play with the backhand and flipped a third for the final out of the game. So he was instrumental defensively in that victory for the Cougars. I felt. thought we were getting into a tennis match here, forehand, <laughs> backhand. One and one the count. Forehand 0 for 2 in the first game. He grounded out a couple of times. Bison would take that right here. Phillips showed the hand to Brooks. Maybe signaling that he wanted to throw. Instead, Brooks stepped off. One ball, one strike. One out. Here's the pitch. Bounces up there and gets away from Usher again. The runners are going to move up. Brooks struggling to find the location on that breaking ball. He's trying to bury it away from these right-handed hitters. But he's doing, burying it too low. Second wild pitch of the inning. And runners are at second, third now with one out. And a 2-1 count to forehand. That pitch missed somewhere. High maybe, three and one now. Y'all didn't hear it, but Lon Hurst wanted that pitch. You didn't, you didn't hear his hand signals to the umpire. Pitch is up and in. And the bases are loaded, so back-to-back -back walks. A 
Couple of wild pitches in the inning and control has suddenly become an issue for Cade Brooks. Base is loaded, one out. Ground ball right here though, double play. Out of it with no damage, so. That's right, there is a, a way out of this. If Brooks can find it, with Bryce Newman coming to the plate, the second baseman for the Cougars. Newman went 0 for 2 in the first game. Bases loaded, pitch to Newman, low and in, 1 and 0. Base is loaded without the assistance of a hit, by the way. This is all on Cade Brooks, but they might get out of it. Borgert to Phillips on the first, in time for the double play. Nice job by the Southern Union defense. The pitcher's best friend bails out Cade Brooks. And we will go to the top half of inning number three, no score. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the car clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the car clinic. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane with Dowie, Alabama. Well, Cade Brooks made a mess and then he made one pitch and got out of it. That's what it's all about. Hey, and the, the end result is all that matters. No runs across. And we are going to the third inning, top of inning number three, no score. And that's the way it's been. It's been really about the pitchers and the defense today all afternoon. A 3-1 game in the first contest. No score here in the third as Griffin Usher, Will Kelly, and Miles Cook are due up for the Bison against Graham Eintema, who has been sharp. Four strikeouts through the first two innings. Just one hit allowed. Usher called strike. It's 0-1. Another fastball swung through it, and it's 0-2. Had a little tailing action away from the that, plate. That, the velocity is not overwhelming, but the, the movement on that fastball is really sharp. Good movement, good location. That one stayed up. And it's 1-2 and two to Usher, who came on as a substitute, as we mentioned, in the first game after Brewer got hurt, and Usher had a base hit in his only at-bat. 
Takes low. To even the count at two and two. Swung on, fouled off his shoe tops, out of play, and it's two and two still. Pitch, thought about it, laid off, took it high. It's three and two. If he can go with an outside pitch here, he's got some room in the right center alley. Right fielder shading him more toward the line. Three balls, two strikes. Here's the delivery. Called strike three, breaking ball, inside corner. Usher froze. He knew it was a strike. One out here in the third, fifth strikeout for Eintema. And Will Kelly will get his first chance to solve the Eintema riddle. Kelly, plenty of power. If he squares one up, it can go. He was 0 for 2 in the first game with a couple of ground outs. Takes called strike right through there. It's 0 and 1. And I was going to say this when you're talking about Kelly having power. It, he could be the one that could uh, rejuvenate the bats for Southern Union right here with a long one. That one bounced in front of the plate. And that will even things at one and one. Swung on and fouled off. That was that curve. And it's one and two to Kelly. Here's the pitch. Swung on and missed. The catcher dropped it. They're going to throw him out. Or they'll have to throw him out. They do. And Kelly is retired. That was the fastball. It was about letter high, and he couldn't catch up to it. Back up to the top of the order now with two outs and nobody on here in the third. Miles Cook, 0 for 1, struck out his first time. Takes a call strike, Eintema. That's been the pattern. He's been getting ahead of these hitters. 0-1 is fouled out of play. And quickly 0-2. I feel like the outfielders, I can't pick the ball up coming up when it gets up in the air. My head's on a swivel. <laughs> Called strike three. And once again for the second time in three innings, Eintema strikes out the side. The Bison go down in order. We go to the bottom of the third, still no score. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581.
With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes, or take control of that meeting in your red high heels, or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. No scores. We go to the bottom of the third inning. Nine one two spots in the order due up for the Cougars. Tucker Nevin will lead off. Get his first at-bat of the series, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he did not play yesterday and making his First appearance here today. Takes a call strike on the outside corner from Cade Brooks. Nevin, 087 is the batting average. Two for 23 in 10 games that he's appeared in. Takes low and away. And that'll even the count at one and one. That one's outside as well, two and one. And Brooks is fighting it a little bit. Still, he got out of the last inning. He made a mess of his own with a couple of wild pitches and two walks. He still hasn't zeroed in on the strike zone. He does so there, gets a swing and a miss, and it's two and two. Here is the 2-2 pitch, swung on and missed. And a strikeout to lead things off in the third for Cade Brooks. He found his spot on those two pitches. He sure did. And that was a well-located breaking ball down and into the left-handed hitter. So second strikeout for Brooks and back to the top of the order with Brant Brown. Brown grounded to third. I'm sorry, he struck out his first time up. Swung on, it hit slowly, back to the mound. Brooks falls down, throws from the seat of his pants and throws it into right field. Clark's gonna have to chase it down. Brown will be held to second base. On the error, kind of a tough luck error as Brooks slipped. Maybe gotten too much of a hurry there. And now they're out to take a look at the mound where he fell. Actually, Tim, I think they're going to take a look at him. He fell and he came up uh, limping just a little bit and the trainer coming out as well as Coach Everett from this side. Yeah, right you are. Yeah, you can kind of see the grass tore up right there where he and he, yeah. It was an awkward – it wasn't like he just kind of tripped on something or, or fell over. He fell sort of awkwardly. I don't know if something got twisted up underneath him as he hit the ground. They're going to let him throw a couple here.
And how, how classy of Lawson State's coach to to come on out there right off the bat. Yes, I mean, he saw it before before I did and was out there to make sure that Brooks was okay. And, and I was like Tim. I initially thought it was, he was coming to just check on the, the surface around the mound, but uh, he immediately signaled for the trainer, and that's uh, Coach Blake Lewis, the head baseball coach. Well, Brooks is going to be able to continue here. See if he is affected at all. First pitch to Presley. Nothing wrong with that one. Called strike outside corner, 0-1. Wasn't affected on that one. <laughs> Runner down at second after the error. One out here in the third. Brooks goes back to the breaking ball. Leaves it high, though, and it's 1-1. One and one. Lon over here coaching. He's got his hand signals telling him. Trying, trying to tell trying him to, what they're Trying to help him out. There's a fastball kind of hit off the end of the bat into center field. Cook comes on and makes the catch around his knees. And that's out number two in the third. And a big out. Yeah, an important out here with the runner at scoring, in scoring position. Now you got two outs and the path to the end of the inning is a clear one. If you can get Kyle LaRoche, who flied out to right his first time up. Swing and a miss. 0-1 to LaRoche. Started him off with a breaking ball. We we're talking in between the in between innings about the difference in the breaking balls between these two pitchers. And if you watch the break for Cade Brooks, it's more of a side. It's a sharper break. And when Einzema gets back out there, there's that breaking ball again. It's kind of like a 10 to 4 on a clock or, or even maybe a 9.30 to 3.30 as opposed to Etma is more of an 11 to 5 or 12 to 6. And it's a bigger, slower break for Einzema. You see the, the, the vertical movement is much more pronounced. And I'm going to tell you, vertical movement's always better than side to side because you change planes, it's harder, it's harder to square it up. And really, the results speak for themselves. I mean, you know, seven strikeouts through the first ten hitters that he's faced. And that big breaking ball has been a big part of it for Eintema. But Brooks also using his to great effect right here. He's in, got an 0-2 count on the Roche. Well, Brooks' idea is for it to never look like a breaking ball. That one dove off the plate away from the Roche, and it's one and two. Tim, he went out there. He was trying to get him to chase that one. <laughs> yeah. It was just a bit outside. Purpose pitch. Here's the one-two. Went out there again. Usher had to block it. And to Lon's point, the the attempt at disguising that pitch so far is not fooling LaRoche. He's, he's trying to start that pitch on the outside corner, make it look like a fastball coming on the outside corner. But LaRoche so far on those two strike pitches has not been fooled. And he's worked it even two and two. And 
back with the fastball. Tried to sneak one past him, and LaRoche fouled that one off. And a change of location there. That one was low and in. So Brooks working him a little bit. Still two and two. Lon wants this one up and in. Let's see where they put it. Grounded foul, third base side. Went back to the breaking ball. That one had more of the plate. That wasn't a chaser. That was a – he was trying to get it over for a strike. And he did, but LaRoe spoiled it. Still two and two. Good at bat for the Cougar catcher. Two-two pitch, swing and a miss. He got him with the breaking ball. And that's out number three. Two more strikeouts for Cade Brooks in the inning. They leave a runner stranded at second. We go to the fourth, still no score. No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna zero-turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna zero-turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com Top half of inning number four. Good old-fashioned pitcher's duel as we have no score. And, you know, uh, even yesterday with the, the two wins for Southern Union, those were good, well-pitched games by Lawson State. I mean, Southern Union produced some stuff, but Really, the pitching in this these four games has been outstanding on both sides. And I want to thank all the folks uh, watching and uh, listening uh, here this afternoon. Uh, saw a lot of uh, parents been uh, stopped several times as we uh, meandered around the park and uh, asking uh, the exact address uh, for people to watch so they could pass it along and uh, uh, just uh, do us a favor and uh, reach out to Southern Union and let uh, let those guys know how much you appreciate us uh, covering uh, road games and uh, stuff for the Bison. Riley Borgert to lead things off here in the fourth. Swinging at the first pitch, fouls it off his leg in the batter's box. Strike one to Borgert. And just talking about the pitching, going back to what Lon was saying, too. We're in the fourth inning, just one hit in this game so far. You know, we, Brooks got into trouble but in the second, but they didn't have a hit. So that one base hit off the bat of Brody Sire. Borgert takes one in the dirt. And that'll leave in the count at one and one. Borgert, Collins, and Clark. Two, three, four in the order for Southern Union. 
Do up for their second look at Eintema. Takes a breaking ball. Low and away, two and one. And Lon was saying about Eintema during the break about how he kind of hides the baseball. There's some deception there too. And I think another part of it is he's, he's a big guy. You expect him to throw maybe a little bit harder than he does with as big and as long as he is. And not that he's, not that he's junk balling out there, but he's, you know, he's not throwing 90 miles an hour. No. Three and one to Borgert. And he works a walk. And the catcher can't find the ball. ball. Now he does. Borgert's going to have to hold it first. Good start. Good start. Fast man on the bases. Borgert. Always good to get base runners on. And really started to make this point a couple of times, but base running really hurt the Bison in the first game. They had some runners, some opportunities, and Borgert got caught stealing, I believe, one time. Mm -hmm. uh, had another runner picked off. Had Phillips. two runners picked off. Phillips was picked off. Cook was picked off. And there goes Borgert on the first pitch. They swing and put the hit and run on, and it'll work as Borgert will reach second safely, and Collins grounds out to third. Good as a bunt. Good as a bunt, a productive out for Thomas Collins. And a runner in scoring position for the Bison. Casey Clark. The cleanup hitter. The man whose job it is to drive home runs. See if he can do his job. Take back to second. Casey's been steadily climbing up in the lineup. First pitch to Clark. Stays high. 1-0 to Clark. Coach Everett helping the umpire right there. Telling his, telling his batter to leave it up. He helps the umpire a lot. <laughs> Swing and a miss. Clark out in front. Came up empty, and it's one and one. Throw back. No, he didn't throw. He faked back to second. Nobody was there. I wish he'd have thrown it. <laughs> Would have been good for the Bison if he did. <laughs> and, and a little distinct change in the wind. It is hitting us in the back a little bit more often now. Blowing out to towards center field. Swung on and hit hard to right, but foul. Clark again out in front. It's been all off speed so far this at bat for Clark. The lefty-lefty matchup. You know, Eintema's thinking strikeout. Southern Union wants anything but. And Eintema steps off. Forehand is back there holding the runner. They're doing a little dance back there. and. 
they can't really get on the same page as far as how they're doing it now. The ball is hit into the left. Easily on the run, dives and makes the catch. And Borgert has to scramble back to second. Good diving catch out and left by Easley. I believe that's four diving catches in these four games by, by Lawson State. I didn't think he had a chance when it left the bat. I, I thought it was going to hit out in shallow left field. And I, I thought for a second he may have trapped it. But the home plate umpire was right on top of it. He is about halfway up the third baseline and immediately made the call of a catch. And I'm impressed with this easily. He's played very well out and left. Done a very good job with the bat. He's a, he's a sharp-looking ball player and has been an asset to them all day. Two outs now, runner still at second, a 1-0 count now to Spivey. Takes another pitch in the dirt and it's 2-0. This would be, we talked about how Spivey comes up with timely hits. This would be, this would fit the bill if he can come up with one here. And once again, he's got a huge hole out in right center field, a big gap there. Yeah, and the right side, second baseman's basically behind the bag at second. Pitch, fastball right through there. It's two and one. He was ahead in count two and oh, and he was looking for a particular pitch on that one. I don't think he had any intention unless it was exactly where he wanted it. Here's the two one pitch. Swung on and hit that way. Oh, diving stop by Presley. He throws to Heintzema. He can't get it. It's going to go all the way back behind the plate. Borgert's going to score, and it's one to nothing. Jake Spivey saw the hole on the right side and took advantage of it. A base hit and an error that allowed Borgert to come around to score. Good piece of hitting. That's impressive. And it's an advanced sort of thing for a college player. You know, a kid that's only a year or two out of high school, he saw what we saw. He's not a guy that tries to hit the ball that way, but he had every intent of trying to hit the ball through that hole and get that run home, and that's almost exactly what he did. He was trying to go against the scouting report on him. So one to nothing, Bison. Gives Spivey an infield single. Borger comes around on a throwing error by Presley. And an 0-1 count now to Sire. Takes one off the plate, outside. That'll even the count at one and one. Swung and chopped out towards second. Newman takes the easy play to second base, feeds forehand, and that ends the inning. But the Bison breakthrough against Antima, good piece of hitting by Spivey. And we will go to the bottom half of inning number four, one to nothing, Bison lead it. 
Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Bison breakthrough with a run. In the fourth, they lead it one to nothing as we go to the bottom half of inning number four. It'll be Easley, Tubbs, and Cornelius, four, five, six in the order. And we talked about Easley with the good defensive play the last half inning. And his good work with the bat in the first game. He's having a good day so far. Takes up and away, ball one. Easily struck out, but reached on the wild pitch his last time up. Swings and fouls it back to the screen to even the count at one and one. <laughs> Easily was the first base runner of that hitless bases loaded jam that Kay Brooks got into in the second, but he got the double play to get out of it. Breaking ball and a beauty. One of the best he's thrown today. Split the strike zone, froze easily, and it's one and two. He ain't thrown one that sweeping all day. Yeah, that had a bigger break. Went back to it. Foul tipped into the mitt, and that's a strikeout to lead off the fourth. Great job by Usher back there. Kate looks like that slip might have got him in his groove out there. <laughs> Fifth strikeout for Brooks. Second time he's gotten easily. And Tubbs is the hitter. Swung on and hit in the air to center. Not deep. Cook comes in and puts it away for out number two. You guys are always teasing me about buying something or adding something to it. I, mean, I, I see something I already need as, as we're out here doing something different. Paperweights for Tim's paper. <laughs> <laughs> the most organized man in in announcer history over here. <laughs> writes writes a scorebook in pen, in a notebook, flips back and forth, but the wind is blowing his paper. Yeah, I'm using using my my hand as a paperweight. Cornelius checks the swing, went around, says the home plate umpire, and it's 0-1. Tim's used to working inside and air conditioned. He's not expected to be in the I, elements today. I need my press box at 72.3 degrees. <laughs> he won't do football with, with us because we're out in the elements. Humidity. <laughs> oh, and two to Cornelius. Let's see what he's got. Call strike three and a one, two, three inning. 
two strikeouts for Cade Brooks. And don't look now, folks, but he's got a no-hitter going through four. Not to jinx him. We go to (laughs) (laughs) top half of inning number five, Southern Union leading at one to nothing. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Top half of inning number five, the Bison leading at one to nothing, long away from home in this one, though. More runs would be more than welcome for Southern Union. And they'll send the seven, eight, nine spots in the order to the plate against Graham Eintema. Phillips, Usher, and Kelly do up. Clayton Phillips 0 for 1. He popped out to the catcher his first time. All right, Clayton, double down the line one more time. Pitch, checked the swing, took it low. It's 1 0. She's going to make predictions which line. Left field, he's going to get out in front of it. One on pop foul out of play. Ooh, just short of the forerunner. I think that one got the trash can in front of it. Hit the base of the trash can. That's why it's there. Swung on and hit high in the air to left and deep. Will it stay fair? It is foul. Oh, wow. Man, that ball was up in the air and hit hard. Phillips gave it a ride, but it was just a little foul. Just a little foul and just kind of surprised that he easily didn't have time to get to it. it. He must have been shaded a little bit more towards center. And I think the wind was a factor with that ball as well, keeping it from going over the fence. It probably would have stayed foul anyway, but I think it hurt the distance of it. Anyway, yeah, he hit that one into the teeth of that wind. It's yeah. kind of coming off the third base side, going across to right field. One and two, poked down the first baseline. <laughs> Foul. I'm going to coax him into a double here. He's been putting the good part of the bat on the ball just about every at bat. He popped out his last time, so that was an exception, but. He takes a pitch in the dirt. It's two and two. But that foul ball that he just hit, I mean, he hit it hard. And we saw a couple of hard-hit balls from him in the first game. The 2-2 pitch. 
Fouls it off. Keeps himself alive. Come on, battle. You hear the simple instructions from Coach Aaron Everett. Battle. Another 2-2 two -two pitch. Here it is. Up and away. He laid off. It's 3-2. and two. And I think this may be the key to, to the pitchers, making him work a little bit. Swung on, fouled off. Clayton Phillips has emptied the umpire's bag of baseballs with and he's, he's really after that forerunner up there. That was close to it again. So another 3-2 pitch coming. Here it is. Call, strike three. Einzema wins the battle. He paints the corner at the knees. And Phillips strikes out looking to start the fifth. A good at bat. But he loses that battle. And Griffin Usher will be the hitter. Eighth strikeout for Eintema. Usher takes just off the plate. Inside that fastball almost tailed back over the inside corner, but he missed with it. And it's 1-0 to Usher who struck out looking his first time up. Same spot, same result, 2-0 to Usher. And I'm not keeping pitch count, but that's probably at least 12 here in this inning right now, and that's a good sign. That one's low. 3-0 now. Is he swinging? No. I, I don't think he has the green light here. Do you? I mean, no. no. Takes it for a call strike. It's three and one. If it's Kelly, yeah. He'll definitely be swinging if he likes something here. He is, and he does, but he comes up empty, and it's three and two. Foul, out of play. That almost got a Honda. <laughs> and it's still three and two. To Griffin Usher. Pitch. Uh, must have been high. And Usher takes it for a one-out walk. The Bison will take that. All right, fellas, you've been waiting on one today. Here it comes. You think so? He's going to have to beat that win, too. But if anybody can do it, it's this man, Kelly. And look at the hole in right center now. Yeah, the center fielder, Nevin, is shaded over towards left. Brown actually kind of hugging the line a little bit, so there's a big gap in right center. Kelly. From what I've seen in, in the games that I've watched, pretty much a dead pull hitter. Yeah. And you are absolutely right on that. And he's behind in the count 0-1. Short lead for Usher. Pitch is low and in. It's one ball, one strike to Kelly. 
and part of that is, in my analogy, what I see is is the way they're playing him. If they pitch him outside, he just goes with the pitch. He's low and in, bounces away from LaRoche, and Usher's going to move up. Good read in the dirt by Usher. And not a whole lot LaRoche could have done differently with that pitch. And some of the wildness by Eintemann now draws a visit. From the Cougar coaching staff. Very slow visit as things start to stir down in the bullpen. Yeah, on that pitch, LaRoche blocked it up, kept it in front of him, but it was, it bounced well in front of the plate and was well inside. And fortunate that it didn't get all the way to the backstop, but the same result as Usher able to move on down. On plate umpire, gonna break this up now. He's <laughs> the meeting was as slow as the walk to the mound. And the walk back. <laughs> and the walk back. He down. might as well <laughs> sit down. Sit down and have a sandwich for the way he's walking. You know, and with it not being loud out here, I've never understood why the umpire walks out. Why not just holler, hey, let's go. <laughs> Is that Cooner down there uh, out of Bibb County, 24? Brooks Cooner. Brooks Cooner. Warming up, number 24, left-hander in the bullpen. Throw back to second, fake back to second. Usher dives back without a throw. And after the visit, it's still a 2-1 count to Will Kelly. Big cut, didn't get it, it's two and two. That was that home run hack. And there again, that pitch to the right-handed batter tailed away. Just go with it, you can hit it a long way that way. Two-two pitch, swing and a miss, he got him. Second strikeout of the inning, ninth of the game for Eintema, now there's two outs. And a runner at second for the Bison. And Miles Cook is the hitter. He has been bested by Eintema twice. Two strikeouts for Cook. But Cook, a bat on the ball type of guy. The strikeout's sort of atypical for him. See if he can find a hole. Breaking ball, called strike, 0-1. and Itama definitely got the breaking pitch working. Kudos to the young man. Cook calls time. When you throw that breaking ball 0-0 for strike one, because most of the time they're not going to swing at it, it's you're ahead of the game. Yeah, it's one thing to get them chasing. It's another thing to, to throw it across the plate and use it as a Get a head pitch. Back up the middle and through the box into center field. Usher's going to round third, and they're going to throw home. It will be cut off, an RBI single with two outs by Miles Cook, and the Bison lead it two to nothing. Well, Cook was due, and he came through. A huge hit with two outs. And, Tim, you called it. He's a bat-on-the-ball kind of guy and he hit it right back where it was thrown. 
and hit it hard. There wasn't any chance for any of those infielders to get to it. A solid single for Cook. A big run in this game. And the Bison lead it two to nothing in the fifth. Cook at first. And Usher running on contact, it really wasn't much chance that he was going to be thrown out at home. No, it. with as deep as the outfielders are, even as hard as that ball was hit, he had a long way to go to pick it up. Did Nevin out in center. And you're right, there wasn't going to be much of a play. Bounces up there, and now they got Cook hung up in between first and second. He goes for it. They throw him out. Cook trying to be aggressive on the pitch in the dirt, hesitated. And that cost him as LaRoche threw him out down a second. But a good fifth inning for the Bison as they add to the lead with the RBI single by Cook. We go to the bottom half of inning number five, two to nothing, Southern Union. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment, like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department, where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane, Wadawi, Alabama. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurses' shoes, or take control of that meeting in your red high heels, or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Two to nothing, Southern Union leading it. As we go to the bottom of the fifth inning, it'll be the bottom third of the order due up for the Cougars. Forehand, Newman, and Nevin against Cade Brooks. Breaking ball inside corner, called strike. It's 0-1 to Forehand, who drew a walk his last time up and was retired on the double play. Swing and a miss, big cut. And it's 0-2. And Cade Brooks, after a little bit of a rough start, has really settled in here. Swung on and hit hard. On a hop to short. Borgert has it. Plants. Long throw. In time. Got his man. Forehand didn't like the call. But a good defensive play out at short. And there's one out in the fifth. That was a long throw. The ball was hit hard, so... Borgert had no chance to charge. He had to wait for it on the hop. And that one pulled Casey Clark down to, toward the right field side, and he did a great job of keeping his toe on the bag. And an argument about the call at first taking place. Very peaceful argument, though. Well, it started peaceful. Oh. It's not it like, looks peaceful. Who knows what they're actually saying? There's it's, it's very little chance the umpires are going to be like, you know what, you were right. <laughs> they talk with each other, and they both say, yep, he was out. 
And those of you watching knew it was a close play. So Newman the hitter with one out, nobody on. Swings at the first pitch, fouls it back to the screen. 0-1, Newman 0-4-1 at the plate in this one. He grounded into a double play his last time up back in the second inning. You know, those conversations between coaches and umpires there aren't about getting that, that call changed. It's about getting the next yes. call to go your way. <laughs> exactly. That's right. It's it's. Hey, I realize that you're out there. That one didn't go for us. Pitch bounces up there. And it's one and two now to Newman. And y'all talk about Brooks after he fell off the mound. I'll tell you after this pitch. Bounces up there. Checked his swing. They're going to check it. They say, no, he didn't go. And it's two and two. Since the error in which Brooks fell off the mound and threw the ball away, He's retired every single hitter he's faced. Three strikeouts in five batters. So, so what you're saying is, is we know the formula to get him in his groove. Somebody just go out there and push him <laughs> off the mound after the first hitter. <laughs> Mr. Miss Brooks, if you're listening, we're not condoning violence no, against no, your no, son. No, no, no. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> The 2-2 pitch popped up. Borgert is the closest one to it, and he makes the catch for out number two. But you talk about that, and, I, and I've seen this throughout my lifetime. There are some pitchers that are like a fine wine. They get better with time, and the more pitches that they throw, the better they get, the stronger they get. Well, and, and I, didn't, I, was, I didn't stay for the whole game yesterday, but the, the way that Cameron Land started game number two yesterday – Looked like he wasn't going to be long for that game. He had some walks. He had some control issues. And I look up the score the next day, and he pitched the whole thing. So I, kind of the same deal where he was able to hang in there and, and stay strong throughout the course of the ball game. And we're seeing the same thing from Brooks after a rough start that didn't end up hurting him. He has really settled in. And a 1-0 count to Nevin. Just missed the outside corner with that one, and it's 2-0. And let me say this, as a former pitcher, if it needed to happen for me to go out there and, and pitch excellent with somebody to push me down, I'd get, I'd let, I'd get pushed down every time. You and me both. <laughs> Up and away, it's 3-0. and oh. I, I used to laugh, you talking about this, I used to laugh at Wes, my son, he, you know, pitching in high school, and they would be in spring training football. He would practice spring football and then go over and throw 60 to 70 pitches, and he pitched better in that in, in a game after throwing the football a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did he say? Pitch. Fastball was high, and it's a four-pitch walk to Nevin with two outs here in the fifth. Is it repeatable? Yeah, Wes was talking about his travel ball days in a conversation not too far from this park. Ron and I coaching. Let's just say that umpire got nervous. I think I kicked a few buckets that day. <laughs> well, as long as you didn't kick the bucket, that's yeah. That's <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's a strike from Brooks. 
He had missed with five straight, comes back with a strike there to even the count to Brent Brown, one and one. Had to throw the breaking ball. The sun may be affecting our brain. Yeah. <laughs> We've been out here cooking all day. One ball, one strike. Good breaking ball. Dropped in low, I guess. Two and one now. To Brent Brown, who's 0 for 2. You did kick a bucket that day. This is my bucket I was sitting yep, on. Yep, it was the bucket you were sitting on. <laughs> I remember it well. <laughs> Call strike outside corner, evens the count at 2 and 2. it while he was sitting on it? Now I think I coerced him to get up first. <laughs> I was going to say, throw a cutter in on his hands. He did, and the batter did a great job of fouling it off. The count stays two and two. Runner first, two outs. Two to nothing, our score. Throw over to first. Nevin dives back. And here comes the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and grounded to first. Pass first into right field. Sire comes up throwing, and they're going to hold Nevin at second. But it's two on with two outs here in the fifth, and that's the first hit of the game for the Cougars. There goes the no-hitter for Brooks. But still one out away from getting out of this inning. Got Sam Maynard from Bob Jones down there doing a little tossing in the bullpen for Southern Union. And it's been kind of a – we mentioned this in the first game. It's been kind of a reset for the Southern Union bullpen. Nobody pitched – out of the bullpen in the first two games yesterday. And so everybody's fresh down there. And sometimes just having that day off can be a, a mental break for you as well as some of those relievers have struggled of late. We'll see if that becomes a factor as here's a high fly ball into right center field. Cook going back. They looking up and it is gonna be off the fence in the gap. Sire's the one that gets to it first. He throws it in, but it's gonna score two runs. And we got a tie ball game. Christian Presley with a two-run double. Ties things up here in the fifth. And Tim, did you see the runners rounding second and third? <laughs> they looked like they were in a 100-meter sprint. <laughs> Dead on each other's heels. Yeah, Brown caught up with Nevin. And there was about 30 feet in between them as they came around third and touched home. Presley down at second now. The game is tied two to two. LaRoche at the plate. Brooks misses with the breaking ball, and it's 1-0. and LaRoche 0 for 2 in this one. He's flied to right, struck out. And we got time called for Presley to get some gear, some base running gear. His sliding glove. Yep. Hand glove. One of those oven mitts, I think. Come on, 
pitch. Bounces. Usher can't find it. The runner didn't realize it soon enough, and he has to hold. So Presley not able to advance, even though Usher momentarily lost track of the baseball. 2-0 and the count to LaRoche. I guess Maynard's loose down there. He's just standing there, isn't he? Pitches in. Just missed the elbow of LaRoche, and it's 3-0. and And I would think that this would be the man that Brooks has to get to stay in this game. Yeah. And even if he does get him, it might be the last batter he faces. 3-0 pitch. Called strike. 3-1. and one. with two outs and two runs in. It kind of tests your mental stamina as a pitcher. Can he battle all the way back from 3-0? No, he can't. He bounces up there for ball four. Here comes Coach. And that's going to be the end of the line after a very good outing for Cade Brooks. We assume that's the end of the line. He hasn't made the motion yet. And and as soon as he came out of the dugout, Maynard went back to the – bullpen area and got back up on the rubber and started throwing again. So we may have jumped the gun here. Maybe I he's, don't I don't believe he's going to take him out, Tim. Usually if he's taking him out, he makes the signal right away. And he's not. He hasn't done that, so we stand corrected. And when he came out, he put his hand up towards Brooks, kind of like, you know, saying, I'm not, com- I'm not coming to pull you. I don't. Well, he's leaving him in there against a very good hitter. Maybe a roll of the dice here. Strategically for Aaron Everett. We'll see if it pays off as easily he steps in. With two outs. Runners at first and second in a tie game. Bottom of the fifth inning. Pitch, breaking ball, called strike. It's 0-1. In this matchup, Brooks has had the advantage. He struck easily out twice. But tie game, two outs, runners first and second. This is the exact situation that easily hit a double in the first game. Swung on and hit in the on a line into center field. Cook comes in, throw's going to come to third, and the runner has to dance around it to get to third. A run scores, and it's three to two. And easily comes through again. You said he was 0 for 2, two strikeouts. I thought, hmm. <laughs> That's either a good thing or he's due, and it turns out he was due. And LaRoche goes all the way around to third. Maynard still getting loose in the bullpen. And pitch bounces, easily takes off. The throw is not going to be made. Easily was going to stop. <laughs> That was an interesting <laughs> sequence there. Well, he was going to try to get in the rundown until the run scored. So now runners at second and third as easily goes to second without a throw. And a one ball, no strike count to Tubbs. One run game here, though. You can't 
let that run score. Yeah, you got to get the out right here. Well, yeah, especially with two outs in the inning. You, mm -hmm. If you're one out away, that's an unnecessary risk and a good choice by Usher to just eat that baseball. Good pitch from Brooks, breaking ball. Called strike, it's one and one. And you can tell by the way easily did. If it would have been a clean catch and a throwdown, he was going to stop. He was going to get in the rundown. Guys, I got to give a shout out to my biggest fan in the world, Lawrence watching, grandson Lawrence in Nolensville. He's my biggest fan. Nolensville. Nolensville. My main man, Lawrence. I know that I know the newest one's not watching yet. Henry's not watching yet. <laughs> Talk about him. That would be advanced. Yes. <laughs> Pitch stays up. And it's three and one. <laughs> to Tubbs. And and Lawrence Lawrence is my biggest fan because I say his name. He'll say, Daddy, Daddy, did he say my name? <laughs> Go get him, Lawrence. He's already playing T ball. And there's ball four as Tubbs draws a walk to load the bases. All right, Tim, that's it. And that's going to be it. I, I'm not I'm not one of these armchair quarterbacks, but I think he should have made the change the first time. It, it mm -hmm. seemed like Brooks was out of gas. But we'll take a break as Maynard comes in and tries to get the last out of this fifth inning. Three to two, our score back after this. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sage Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here independent of SPF. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. The new pitcher is Sam Maynard for the Bison. He's making his ninth appearance of the season, all in relief. He's got a record of 0-1, a 338 ERA, 13 and a third innings pitch, 12 hits allowed, eight walks, nine strikeouts. And task number one for Maynard is to get one out right here. He comes in with the bases loaded, two outs here in the fifth. And the ninth man to hit in the inning, Ivan Cornelius at the plate. 
three runs across in this inning. And all the runners on base belong to Cade Brooks. Cornelius against Brooks, 0 for 1 with a walk. See how he does against Maynard, the side armor. Misses low and away for ball one. Nowhere to put Cornelius. The 1-0. There's a strike on the outside corner, one and one. One-one pitch, just missed, up and away, two and one. Two balls, one strike, fouled out of play. Headed towards the forerunner, it's two and two. Maynard delivers a 2-2. Just missed the inside corner. Three balls, two strikes. The merry-go-round will start on the next pitch. All the runners will be on the move. The Cougars will be running. 3-2, hit in the air to center. Miles Cook, a few steps to his right, makes the catch, and finally the inning comes to an end for Southern Union, but not before Lawson State. Scores three times to take a 3-2 lead. We go to the sixth, back after this. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you paying, we spraying. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you paying, we spraying from the Car Clinic. New pitcher for Lawson State is Brooks Cooner, another left-hander. Yeah, they got left-handers. He's not far from uh, where we are down in Bibb County. Numbers on Cooner making his first appearance of the series. His 11th appearance of the season. He's got no record. A 7-7-9 ERA, one save, 17 and a third innings pitched, 22 hits allowed, five walks, seven strikeouts.
I tell you, somebody's going to be tired when these games over, and that's LaRoche. Four yeah, games in four days. That's and I'm kind of, like we mentioned, a muggy, sort of warmer day than it's been all year. And he's caught, by the end of it, we'll have caught 14 innings, standing up, sitting down all day, making a throw. And 14 yesterday. And 14 yesterday. Yeah, wow, yeah, that's, that's pretty impressive. And these games were originally supposed to be played on Thursday, too. So that's where we are back-to-back on a Friday and a Saturday because of the weather. As Borgert fouls one off the plate, he's 0-2 now. And his first look at Cooner, Borgert. He went 0-for-1 against Intima with a strikeout and a walk, came around to score a run back in the fourth. The 0-2 pitch. Hit slowly in the hole towards short. Forehand can't handle it. And is that an E or? That's an error, but he he knew he had to get rid of that ball. It was going to be, it had to be a perfect play, but it was one he could have made. I'm with you, Lon. Well, I, I I judge it this way. He got his whole, he got the ball in between his shoulders, squared up, you know, on his chest. He had to come to the third base side to make the, to get the ball, but he got in front of it. Bunt it back to the mound, and they're going to boot it again. So Borgert reaches on an error. Collins reaches on an error. And the Bison are at first and second with nobody out. And we talked about how mistakes really can be the difference in the game. This opportunity born of mistakes, can the Bison catch in, cash in? And it must be awfully damp right around the mound. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He, he slipped when he fielded that ball, and, and it probably is. Bunt shown again. Clark pulls it back, takes a ball. And I don't know if it's just where we're sitting, but to me that mound looks pretty steep, does it? Look unusually steep to you all. I, maybe not. Maybe that's just me. Well, and, and it, at home we're so far away from it, and and, and, and so it, high, and it, and we're higher, and and I'm like you, but I thought the same thing earlier looking at it. I was wondering if maybe it was off just a little bit. Bunt it in the air, and well, it's going to get down foul. I'm going to tell you as a pitcher, it don't look too steep to me. Well, it can never be too <laughs> steep as a pitcher. You put me on a mountain. <laughs> I'd be glad to throw down it. <laughs> But you're talking about mistakes, Tim. How many times do you hear coaches say, put the ball in play, put the ball in play, make the defense work, it puts the pressure on them. We talk about it in softball. We talk about it in baseball. It doesn't matter what level you are playing this sport, you put it in play and put the pressure on them. Fake back to second. They coaxed Clark into tipping his hand. He did square around again. Presley's creeping in from first, anticipating the bunt. They don't preach that in the Major League Baseball, though. No. He does not show bunt, takes a ball, and it's two and one. Presley putting his life on the line if Clark swings away here. Well, I was about to refer to yesterday. There was, there was a bunt situation in this, and, and he fielded, actually made the out, caught the pop-up down the third base side. The first baseman. The first did. baseman did, <laughs> yes. If he swings away, mm. Two and one, swinging away, fouls it straight back. I believe it was Clayton that was bunting. 
Yeah, I, yeah, it was Clayton. I think Cooner got away with a pitch there. That was yes. a, a breaking ball that was up. It didn't break enough for him to actually end up hitting it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see him, Freddie Freeman, this one down the left field line. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch way outside. And it's a full count now to Clark. Clark 0 for 2. He's popped to short, fly to left. Hits have been few and far between. Offense has been limited on both sides. But the Bison an opportunity here. Pitch is outside for ball four, and the bases are loaded. Here comes Spivey. This might be one of those chances where he uh, opportune hit. Well, he had one already. He, he hit that ball to the right side that brought home the first run for Southern Union. Pitch is way high. Good job by LaRoche. He had to leap to catch that one. And that pitch is <laughs> He's already mean, signaling. <laughs> With that pitch, there was no indecision by the head coach for Lawson State. He was practically sprinting out of the dugout to make a change. So we'll step aside as well, tell you who the new pitcher is right after this. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village Lane with Dowie, Alabama. Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. New pitcher is right-hander Jared Kelly. Making his seventh appearance of the season. A 1-6-4 ERA. One save. 11 innings pitched. 12 hits allowed. Three walks, six strikeouts. This is not the ideal situation to come into as a pitcher. No outs. 1-0 count. Bases loaded. Yeah, not many advantages to coming in under these circumstances. But Kelly has good numbers. And... Not sure how much this will matter, but the first right-hander the Bison have seen this game. A different look. Could be an advantage for Kelly. We'll see. one the count to Spivey. Bases loaded, nobody out. Top of the sixth inning. 
Takes inside, it's 2-0. And this is one of those situations the Bison need to pick up about three here in this inning. Breaking ball, stayed high, it's 3-0. and And if he swings at this pitch, boys, I'll get up and leave and carry this stuff <laughs> home on my back. You think he's taking? I know he's taking. <laughs> and he takes ball four and walks home a run. We got a tie game. I was almost you got You guys wanted him to swing. Yeah, I wanted him to swing, but I wanted him to hit, hit one wanna, over the, to that red house over there, the top of the red house, just so I could see you run back. <laughs> see if I'm a man of my word. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't have to be put to the test on that. I stuck my neck out there, didn't I? Tie game. Spivey works a four-pitch walk. Situation has not changed. Base is loaded. Nobody out. Brody Sire at the plate. Pitch to Sires, low for ball one. That four in a row, five in a row. Yep. Four in a row from four. Kelly. Yeah, one yeah. of them came from That's right. Cooner before the change. And now the infield comes in. So they're not going to even bother with the double play. They're going to try to cut down the run at home with the tie score. And this one you got to hit on the ground right back up the middle. That's the idea for Sire. Shortstop and second baseman squeezed in toward first and third, respectively. 1-0 the count. The pitch is in. It's 2-0. And, and I'm going to guess that the um, fella in here pitching for him probably closes for him a lot. And this isn't a real close situation. As a couple of more relievers trot down to the bullpen for Lawson State. 2-0 pitch. Swinging 2-0, grounds it foul. One of the guys headed down to the bullpen for Lawson State, uh, number 37, Armando Cabela. Out of Miami, Florida. So 2-1 the count now to Sire. There's the pitch from Kelly. That one is up, it's 3-1. One pitch, one spot. Don't help him out. Can we get the same bet, Tim? Not 3-1. <laughs> if, he, if he likes one, he's going for it right here. If it was 3-0, I'd make the same. You didn't think he was going to swing on that 2-0 pitch. That one surprised me. Yeah. It did. I think he's swinging if it's in a location. He and is swinging. Was... He pops it out of play. Fortunate on that. And that was, in a, that was in a good spot. It was in a good spot. He just missed it, and fortunate that it did get out of play. And it's three and two to Sire. He couldn't get his hands on top of that one. That one was just a little bit up in the strike zone. But nonetheless, it looked like a basketball coming through there. Here comes the 3-2, swung on, grounded pass first, into right. One run is going to score. They're going to hold Clark at third, and the Bison take the lead 4-3. to three. And I'm going to tell you guys, I do not know how in the world he got that through 
the hole that he put that through because they were squeezed in. I made reference to it just a minute ago. First baseman and second baseman were very close to each other. And uh, it, he hit it, it right it, it in the middle like, of the two. It was like bowling, throwing a bowling ball down there and getting a strike. And here we are with bases loaded, still no outs. And it was a hard hit ball. It was it would have been a very good defensive play by Presley coming off the bag and off the line. But you're right. There's not much of a hole there. And he picked the right spot and hit it hard enough to get it through. So four to three, Southern Union leads it. Base is loaded. Still nobody out. And Phillips at the plate takes a ball high. It's one and zero. Oh. Be big right here, Clayton. Talked about how he's been barreling up the baseball regularly. See if he can do it again. 1-0 pitch, swung on and popped up. Right side, foul territory. Presley running back. Oh, what a catch. Did he catch it or did he drop it? They're saying a catch. And Clark is frozen in between first, third, and home. He comes home. Slide safely. And now the question is going to be, did he tag up? He, he did tag up. They're saying that the catch was made. Phillips is out. The ball hit the ground as Presley reached into the glove to take it out. All right, guys, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I've been through this call. And... <laughs> The runner can tag up and go. Yes. But the question is, did Clark was was Clark off a third or did he tag? Uh, he went back. Uh, we're trying to listen to see if we can hear the coach what his argument is. I guess they got a rule about them crossing that line. Yeah, he hasn't ever crossed that line unless he's gone out to see the pitcher. Okay. The, the home plate umpire, here, here's the key to this call right here. The home plate umpire ruled that it was out. He okay. dropped the ball on the transition. If the ball had to bounce back up in his glove, Clark would have had to gone back to third and tag up. Okay? And I know this because I got ejected from a ball game for this very call. Well, that's not – a catch is a catch. It doesn't matter – <laughs> and whatever the point he's arguing, he's arguing very, very adamantly. He's done called uh, uh, the field umpire by name. That you heard him just say nobody tagged up. Yeah. So that's his argument. He his belief is that Clark never went back to the bag. And I don't – I'm with you, Lon. I, I, I look back once I saw the ball was caught to see if Clark was on the bag, and I think he was. He was. Why would the, you not be there waiting? The, right. The, there's no reason for him to start trying to advance. The ball was in foul territory. So, you got no the outs, confusion came because that. Clark was halfway as we were waiting to determine if there was actually a catch. But he didn't leave the bag until the ball hit the glove. And Clark right. stopped because he thought it was just a foul ball. Base hit over right field. And Spivey's going to be waved around. The throw is going to come and be cut off, and another run scores. Griffin Usher, a soft single to right, drives home another run. 
That's why it confused him, though. He froze there thinking it was just a foul ball, and he was fixing to go back to third. Right. So four runs across now. It's 6-3 to three Southern Union. I'm trying to get my scorebook caught up. Usher with the RBI single. One out in the inning. The only out was the Phillips pop-out. And Will Kelly's at the plate with runners at first and second. Pitch to him is low. It's ball one. So just to clarify, if we haven't already made it clear, <laughs> clear as mud, that the catch was made in foul territory. Anytime a catch is made, regardless of if it's fair or foul, runners can tag up in advance. That's what Clark did. The argument was that he did not tag up as Kelly strokes a single into right center field. That's going to get Sire home from second. The throw will come into second, and they're at first and third, and the Bison are blowing it open. Well, here's a, a, a scoring question for you. Does Clayton Phillips get an RBI? Yes, yes he does. That's a sacrifice fly. Just wanted to see what y'all say. And I got confirmation because we are on the delay that he did tag up. So somebody that was watching. Yeah. I, I thought he was standing on the bag the whole time. That was my impression of the play, and then he wandered off after the after he thought the catch was made. Nonetheless, here we are, 7-3. to three. And runners at first and third, still only one out. Will Kelly with an RBI single. Griffin Usher down at third. And Miles Cook at the plate, the ninth man to hit in the inning. It's 7-3, to three, Southern Union. He hits a base hit into right. Another run's going to come in. Kelly will stop at second. And the Bison are just parading around the bases right now. Do you notice what they're doing, though? They're hitting the ball the other way. Going the other way. We talked about Kelly as a pull hitter. His base hit was to right center field. And jumping early in the count, too. Yeah, they have. That's, that's a big thing. So Usher scores. Kelly down to second. Still only one out. Riley Borgert. That one pops away from LaRoche. Looked like he was crossed up. Runners advance to second and third. The wheels have come off for Lawson State and Southern Union taking full advantage. And we're going to get another visit to the mound here. He's already made, made the motion to the bullpen, Tim. Can't tell if that's 37. Yeah, that's uh, Armando Sabella. Yeah, and that's going to be it for Kelly. As the Bison have batted around and blown things open here in the top of the sixth inning. We'll step aside and tell you all about Cabela right after this. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better. No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. 
No matter what your financial situation is, planning for your financial future can seem daunting or even impossible. Effectively planning for retirement, education, or leaving a legacy requires experience and expertise. Fortunately, the Knowles Group has been helping families in Randolph County get on the right financial track for more than 20 years. We are deeply rooted in the community and will work hard to help you meet your goals. To ask any questions or to set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459 today. Knowles Group, 2100 B South Bridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through State Point Financial Incorporated, SPF, member FINRA, SIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other entities and or marketing names, products, or services referenced here are independent of SPF. All right, the new pitcher, the fourth pitcher of the inning for Lawson State, Armando Sabalo. 563 is the ERA, his 10th appearance of the season. He doesn't have any wins or losses. He's gone 16 innings in those previous nine appearances, nine hits allowed. This, can this be right? Well, 36 walks in 16 innings? <laughs> Surely that's a typo. 17 strikeouts. Although, the way he's warmed up. <laughs> you said it, Tim. I did not. It's 1-0 count, too, so he's starting behind the eight ball. So the adventure begins with Armando Sabalo. We'll see if those numbers are Correct. He fires a strike in there, and it's one and one to Borger. He was faking you guys out. That's what he was doing. I mean, this sheet says 36 walks in 16 innings. That seems hard to do. That's two walks an inning. More. More than two walks an inning. One and one, grounded to first. The infield was in, so the runners have to hold. Presley steps on the base for out number two. That was a great play by Presley over there, too. Yeah, it was. He made doggone sure that Kelly was going to hold up over there at third base. And he knew exactly where he was on the field in relation to the bag, too. Well, if he's thrown two balls right in the middle of the strike zone, so maybe that is a typo. That's that's insane. It's a shockingly large number. Swung on and hit in the air. Left center field easily goes back. Now comes in. And the inning finally comes to an end for Lawson State. But the Bison send 11 men to the plate. They score six runs. And now we go to the bottom half of inning number six. Southern Union leading at 8-3. to three. The grass is growing, and it's the best time of year to get a new zero-turn mower from Husqvarna. Husqvarna Zero Turns can tackle any job with commercial quality and professional performance. Wide-cutting decks, high-cutting speeds, and durable construction are great reasons to choose Husqvarna. But there's more. Now, we're offering new warranties of up to five years, low monthly payment financing that makes choosing a Husqvarna Zero-Turn mower better than ever. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment at 85 County Road 811, Widawi, Alabama, or online at at www.meadowsfarmequipment.com. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets, too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Well, the Bison have blown open what was a pitcher's duel. They now lead it 8 to 3 as we go to the bottom half of inning number 6. 
It'll be the bottom third of the order. For the Cougars, forehand, Newman Nevin due up against Maynard. He's back out there. He started him off with a ball, and now gets a fly ball to center on the second pitch. Cook comes in, makes the catch, and there's one out in the sixth. And Lyon was talking during the break that Sam Maynard had been sitting in the dugout for about an hour during that inning. What a wild inning, guys. That crazy. I mean, just had a little bit of everything. A sacrifice fly in foul territory, walks. Hits, a pitcher warming up, throwing to the backstop. <laughs> who has 36 walks and 16 innings. Then comes in and throws nothing but strikes. <laughs> that's right. I'm telling you, that's a, that's a typo. It's a funny game. Maynard working quickly. He's behind in the count 2-0 and oh to Bryce Newman, who's 0 for 2. He's grounded into a double play and popped short. That one's wide of the zone, and it's 3-0. and oh. And you could possibly chalk up some of this wildness by Maynard to that long layoff that he had in the dugout. A four-pitch walk now to Newman with one out. <laughs> Coach Everett just told him, slow down and breathe. He must be going somewhere good to eat after the game. <laughs> well, I, but no matter how long you've been sitting in that dugout, when you're up by five runs and you just put up a six spot, you'll drive your coach crazy throwing, not throwing strikes. Yeah. And he started off Nevin yeah, Jake with Jordan, another one. Jake Jordan had it, getting his legs loose. Throw over to first. Newman back. I love to watch Maynard pitch. He's got more arm slots than anybody I've seen in a long time. Pitch is blowing in, and it's 2-0. and And Coach Everett's going to tell him in person. To in, breathe. In so many words, throw strikes. <laughs> in so many throw strikes. Probably in a more – with a little more bedside manner than, than what I just said, but that's the message. Like Lon said, he was hollering at him out of the dugout to, to slow down and breathe. Well, and you got to buy a little bit of time for you pitchers. If you got somebody going down there to warm up, give them a few. So 2-0. and oh, four, Six straight, excuse me, out of the zone for Maynard after the fourth pitch walk. He fires a strike in there. Inside corner, 2-1. and one. Nevin 0 for 1. He struck out. Walked, came around and scored yeah. in the fifth, and now there's a balk on Maynard. And Newman goes to second. I can't say I know what he was doing there. I was looking down, so I didn't see it. <sighs> Two and one the count runner at second, one out. Bottom of the sixth, Bison leading it eight to three. Call, time called at the plate. Nevin steps out. It's like Maynard forgot he was on the rubber and was just gonna look over at first and he was just like. He just jumped off. Yeah. There's a pitch, just missed the inside corner. Maynard wanted it, didn't get it, it's three and one. And he's struggling to find the strike zone. You 
you don't get those close ones a lot of times. And you want them even worse. <laughs> exactly. It's a no fun situation. It's Nevin takes one off his shoulder and goes down to first. So first and second, one out. And Jake Jordan's pace and loosening up in the bullpen to our right uh, is getting faster, and Coach Everett is uh, glancing down there more Casey, and more. Casey Clark needs to tie a shoe or something. <laughs> Two on, one out. Brent Brown, the leadoff man, at the plate. Swings and fouls it straight back, and Maynard gets ahead, 0-1. Brown, one for three. He singled, came around to score in the fifth. Swung on and hit hard to right center field. Cook's going back, and it's going to bounce up against the wall. He picks it up, but two runs are going to score. On the double by Brant Brown. And it's eight to five. And here comes Coach Everett out of the out of the bull, uh, dugout, looking at the bullpen. And, and look, let me say this for Maynard: that's tough. That's tough to come out of the bullpen, get that one out, and then go sit for 35, 40 minutes, and then go back out there. But the Bison batted eleven men in the inning, and that took. And they changed at least 45 minutes. And they changed pitchers three times. Right. I mean, it was exactly. a it was a very long time. So we'll. We'll cut Maynard some slack on that one. I'm sure Coach Everett won't be as merciful, but the new pitcher. Well, now at the end of the day, you got to get it done. That's right. New pitcher is Jake Jordan. We'll take a quick break, come back and tell you about his numbers right after this. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and, of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. Jake Jordan, the third pitcher of this game for Southern Union. And Tim, while you look at his numbers, he's six foot five, one sixty, out of Harris County High School, freshman, uh, Harris County, Georgia. He's every bit of six foot five. I saw him in corner one last night. I felt like I felt like I need to get on a ladder just to talk to him. And he's every bit of one sixty too. Yeah, he's every bit of one sixty. No doubt about it. Jake Jordan, good numbers. 216 ERA, a 1-0 record in six appearances before this one. Eight and a third innings pitched. Just one hit allowed. Six walks, though, nine strikeouts. So control could be an issue, but Jordan has is earning his way into a prominent role as a reliever. And this is an important spot. I mean, it was a comfortable lead. Lawson State has answered right back. And one more base runner, they got the tie and run at the plate again. So, so this, like you this, talk about. This game, that's a perfect point. This game far from over, and this is a critical juncture for Jake Jordan to come in and try to shut things down. A runner at second. Bison lead it eight to five. One out here in the sixth. And Christian Presley, the batter, he's doubled and scored one for three. 
in this one. Pitch from Jordan, hits sharply to short. Borgert's up to it, looks at third, but now makes the throw to first in time for out number two. Borgert's really come into himself over at shortstop. Golly. He's answered the bell every time one's come his way. Man, that took a wicked hop on him, too. Yeah. Got up and in, in on him quick. And a good decision. He had that runner right in front of him, and he you could tell just from a moment he thought about throwing to third, but he made the right choice and got the sure out. Brown advances to third, so he stands down there with two outs now. Pitch from Jordan is a breaking ball. that stayed inside to LaRoche. It's 1-0. Yeah, and it's eight to five, not eight to seven. So get that second out. That's right. Jordan fires low. It's two and zero. Oh. Two balls, no strikes. Kyle LaRoche takes inside, ball three. LaRoche 0 for 2 with a walkie. Drew a walk back in that three-run fifth for the Cougars. Pitch, fast strike right through there. It's three and one. Got the King down there warming yep. up. Brock Young down there in the bullpen from Ramburn. Swung on, foul tipped into the mid. It's three and two. See if Jordan can battle back after a 3-0 count. Along with J.J. Gray loosening up in the Bison bullpen. Here comes the 3-2, swung on and fouled off. Roche hangs around for another pitch. Got a feeling you're going to see that young man at the next level. Pitch called strike three at the knees. Jordan does the job, comes back from 3-0 and and gets the last two outs in the sixth. We go to the seventh, Southern Union leading at 8-5. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from the Car Clinic.
Hey folks, let me tell you about Farm Boys Cafe in Roanoke. Open 7 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Saturday, serving breakfast all day long. Specializing in our smoked meats, barbecue, barbecue chicken, pork ribs, and meatloaf. Daily specials Monday through Friday. Everything a la carte. Sides are all a dollar each. A family-owned and operated business offering free delivery of two or more orders. Don't forget the wings, hot or mild, only 50 cents each. Farm Boys Cafe, 1037 Main Street in Roanoke. Call in or text your order to 832-580-3581. Another pitcher for Lawson State. By my count, this is number six. And guess what? He's a lefty. And another lefty. Actually, fifth pitcher, excuse me. Matthew Lamar is the man, left-hander, making his fourth appearance of the season, a 9-6-4 ERA in limited action, four and two-thirds innings, seven hits allowed, three walks, three strikeouts. So getting a little deeper into the pen are the Cougars. He's out of Austell, Georgia. And that's that's an opportunity. It's an op- it's opportunity time for guys like Matthew Lamar. Yep. You know, you're not going to go out here and pitch your way to out of a three-run deficit, but you can hold them right where they are and maybe give your coach something to think about for next time when he's thinking about a reliever to put in there. So, Lamar out there to do a job. Casey Clark out there to make it difficult for him. Clark, 0 for 2. He drew a walk last inning as part of that big rally. Takes low and away for ball one. There's a strike on the corner. Lefty versus lefty matchup. One ball, one strike to Casey Clark. Pitch tapped at the plate. Foul. One and two to Clark. Swung on and hit right back to the mound on a hop. Lamar is going to run it over, underhand it to first, and that's out number one in the seventh. That'll bring up Jake Spivey. He's had a productive day. One for two officially. But his infield single led to a run on an error. Back in the fourth. That was the first run of the game for the Bison. He drew a bases loaded walk last inning. One for two with an RBI. Scored a run. And he's got himself in a 1-1 count against Lamar. Pitches in and low. Two balls, one strike to Spivey. And guys, I've said this once or twice, but uh, we couldn't have asked for a better day. It's been great. It's been great. 2-1 to Spivey. Swung on and hit a mile in the air. Left field. Shallow. Shortstop goes out. Makes the catch. Forehand. Puts it away in fair territory. Shallow left field. And that's out number two. 
And now that we've made it this far, I'll say this. Uh, talking about it being such a pretty day, we're set up outside, no cover. I was like, man, if it starts to rain, <laughs> it's not going to be pretty. We're going to be under the table. I already had it. I already had it. You already planted it. We're just going to move everything down under the table and sit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> What's Tim going to do? Call it like he... We'll have to watch the video. <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna call it off the video line. There you go. See, he's he's thinking. One ball, no strikes to Brody Sire with two outs, nobody on, and a grounder to second. And Newman has it over to first, and Lamar does the job. Gets some three up, three down in the seventh. And we go to the bottom half. Bison three outs away from victory, eight to five, our score. H&M Drugs, where we know you by name, is Wadawi's hometown pharmacy. For over 40 years, we've been taking care of the community with fast, friendly service. H&M Drugs accepts most insurance plans, offers a full line of vaccinations and durable medical equipment like wheelchairs, beds, lift chairs, diabetic shoes, oxygen, and more. Don't forget to check out our newly redone gift department where we offer free gift wrapping. We are open Monday through Friday, 8 until 6, and Saturday, 8 until 4. H&M Drugs, 146 Village with Dowie, Alabama. With the right shoes, you can do anything. Which shoes fit your life? Maybe you want to step into a pair of nurse's shoes or take control of that meeting in your red high heels. Or do hiking boots and tennis shoes fit your style better? No matter which shoes you choose, Southern Union State Community College is ready to help you step into your potential. Choose a career in the fields of academics, health sciences, or technical education. Visit suscc.edu to enroll. You can't spell success without SU. Bottom half of inning number seven, Southern Union leading it by three. They need three outs to get a win in this game and a win in this series and to pull even with Lawson State in the standings. So a lot on the line for Southern Union in this game, and they're three outs away from accomplishing what they've set out to accomplish, which is win this series. I know Coach Aaron Everett, if he's being greedy, wants to get the sweep. But with that off the table, if you can win three out of four, you've done good work, especially with a team that's at or near the top of the standings like Lawson State was coming into this series. Jake Jordan back out there for the seventh. Starts easily off with a fast strike, and it's 0-1. And he's got him a save opportunity here. I'm doing some math. He came in when it was 8-5. to five. Mm -hmm. Hits easily in the back. Yeah, he didn't give up any runs. No, he didn't give up any runs. You're right. Yeah, could be a save for Jake Jordan. That's right. Lon, how dare I question you? <laughs> Somebody needs to put me in my place. <laughs> well, that's not a good start for him if he wants to get this save, though. Easily on base for the third time in this game. And he's down at first with nobody out. Pitch is low and away from Tubbs. Tyson Tubbs 0 for 2 with a walk. Pitch is up. Out of the zone, 2 and 0. 
Work continues in the bullpen. Young not throwing, he's standing guard. That's number 20 throwing down there for Southern Union. Pitch is a fast strike from Jordan right through there on the 2-0. and oh. It's 2-1 and one now to Tubbs. That'll be Caleb McGinnis. Loosening up in the Bison bullpen. Pitch from Jordan, paints the corner. It's 2-2. Two and two. Two balls, two strikes. Here's the pitch, swung on, fouled out of play. And it'll stay two and two. And I'll say this, uh, pass it along to our listeners. They want to go back and listen to the game. We do publish the uh, our broadcast uh, on SoundCloud, iSchool Sports Network on SoundCloud, and uh, they're in a folder there under Southern Union Baseball. So you can go back and listen to uh, all the games. Uh, give, give me till about Tuesday to get it up, though. Ground ball through the right side. Nobody was there. The perfect spot on a slow hit roller that makes it out into right field for a base hit. One of those C and I singles. I mean, just a dribbler. But it's a perfect spot, and the first two men are on, and potential yep. tying runs at the plate. And I believe Jake Jordan's day is done. It is. Aaron Everett going to make a change. We'll take a break, tell you about the new pitcher right after this. Planning for retirement, your children's or grandchildren's education, or for the legacy you want to leave your family can seem intimidating, but the Knowles Group is here to help. We are deeply rooted in Randolph County and have been serving this community for more than 20 years. No matter what your situation looks like, the Knowles Group can help get you in the best financial position to meet your needs and achieve your goals. To ask any questions or set an appointment, reach out to Danny Knowles at 205-414-7459. Knowles Group, 2100B Southbridge Parkway, Suite 650, Birmingham, Alabama, 35209. Securities offered through Sagepoint Financial Incorporated, SPF member FINRASIPC. SPF is a separately owned and other and or marketing names, products, or services represent here independent of SPF. Have you tried the Chuck House in downtown Wadley? Well, they're open and ready to serve. You can call in your order or dine in at the Chuck House. Large or small barbecue sandwiches, fried or grilled chicken sandwiches, or the famous Chuck House burger. Barbecue plates, chicken tender plates, and try one of the baskets too. Check out the appetizers as well. So whether you're coming into town for a Southern Union game or you're just hungry, come on over to the Chuck House, 201 Main Street, downtown Wadley. Phone number 256-914-1030. Let them know the iSchool Sports Guys sent you by. They're open Wednesday and Thursday, 11 to 7, and Friday and Saturdays, 11 to 8. Since 1892, the Randolph Leader has been the local news source in Randolph County. You can find it all in the Randolph Leader, including local news, community events, and of course, high school sports. Get the Leader sent to your mailbox each week, or subscribe to our e-edition by calling 334-863-2819 or visiting therandolphleader.com. Chances are someone you know is in the Leader this week. Subscribe today and find out who it is. New pitcher for Southern Union, right-hander Caleb McGinnis. Again, it's making just his third appearance of the season. He's got a 1-0 record, a 4.50 ERA. I'm sorry, no record. A 4.50 ERA, two innings pitched, four hits allowed. No walks, one strikeout. So McGinnis, we talked about opportunity for Lamar on the other side. 
for Lawson State. McGinnis in a similar role here, but stakes a little bit higher. Bison lead it eight to five, but there's runners at first and second with nobody out. Here in the bottom of the seventh, potential tying run at the plate and pinch hitter. Daniel Patton. So Patton will hit for Cornelius. As Usher takes a visit out. And Everett, you hear Coach Everett. Mound visits are on account. They're allowed to only so many. And Usher has used them all up. And Everett, Coach Everett made sure to let him know. So McGinnis delivers low and away, ball one. Patton got the start at third base in the first game today. Went 0 for 3 in that contest. And he's on as a pinch hitter. And he started off in a 1-0 count. Pitch, call strike, inside corner, one and one. Now to Patton. Easily down at second, he was hit by a pitch. Tubbs followed that with a seeing eye single. He's down at first. Bison still playing back, looking for a double play. On the infield, pitch fouled, out of play, left side. And it's one ball, two strikes now to Daniel Patton. We're chasing some shadows on the main camera back here behind us. Lon got that brightened up a little bit. Good work, fellas. One and two, tried a breaking ball. It didn't break as much as he would hoped. Stayed outside and it's two balls, two strikes now. in the distance. Two balls, two strikes, fouled off again. And we'll do another 2-2. Yeah, straightaway center. Uh. <laughs> we don't need a situation like the natural. Lightning, lightning striking the baseball. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch is low, bounces away from Usher. The runners are going to move up. And now they're in scoring position. And it's a 3-2 count. Hardest three outs to get. You took the words right out of my mouth, Lon. How many times have we said it? Ain't no different than the rest of the game. Three outs. Other than the situation. Yep. 3-2 pitch. Low and in, ball four. And the bases are loaded. The potential tying run on base now. And that's not so bad after after the ball got away from Usher back here. Uh, now you got a force at any base. Keep a double play in order. Yeah. Hit back to the pitcher, you can get the one, two, th three double play. Forehand the hitter. Takes low, ball one. 
1-0 pitch. Misses outside, 2-0. McGinnis struggling to find the strike zone. Here's the 2-0 pitch, low and away, ball three. A walk means a run. And McGinnis battle back for 3-0 pitch. Fastball inside corner called strike three and one. And folks, once again, apologize for the uh, scoring numbers on the scoreboard. They're a little washed out, especially with the backdrop where they're appearing. 3-1 pitch is low, ball four, and the run is in. And that's what you get when you're not in the strike zone. Pitches borderline like that. Don't go your way. Bear down. Well, the plot thickens for Southern Union. Newman at the plate now. Base is loaded. Still nobody out. A run in. The score is 8-6. to six. Bison still lead it, but it doesn't feel like it right now. As their backs are against the wall. And another ball to Newman. It's 1-0. Guinness can't find it. It's 2 0. An ominous rumble of thunder. A fired up dugout on Lawson State's side, and there's a called strike. Two and one now to Newman. And they know the importance of this ball game. You know, it, it, then it becomes a series split. And as the pitch just misses inside three and one, the difference between being tied in the standings and being up two games for Lawson State, I mean, that's, that's you know, that, that two-game swing is what's on the line as well. Three balls and a strike. Pitches off the plate inside, ball four. He walks in another one. Usher looks back at the umpire, almost pleading with him. Now it's an eight to seven game, Bison with a one run lead. And the base is still loaded, still nobody out. I might be watching from the bus if I was Coach Everett. <laughs> And now he's got to pull the infield in. They're going to still play the double play. Back. Phillips talked him out of it, I think. Pitch called strike. McGinnis gets ahead. It's 0-1 to Nevin. Nevin 0 for 1 at the plate. He's walked and been hit by a pitch, scored two runs. Pitch is low and away. That'll even the count at one ball, one strike. Nine walks in this game by Southern Union pitchers as that one's low and in, two and one. And I don't care what level you're playing at, that's not going to get it done. No. <laughs> I mean, they may get out of this, but you're not putting yourself in a position to win 
when you're walking that many batters. As the pitch is fouled back, two and two. Strikeout right here would be huge. It absolutely would, and it could turn momentum, too. It feels like everything is going Lawson State's way right now. But all that can change on a pitch. Call strike three, outside corner, and there is a strikeout. And now there's one down in the seventh. And, and I'm going to say this. That is That call right there on that outside corner is virtue of Coach Aaron Everett growling a little bit about some of the ones that weren't called previous. A very similar location to some of the pitches that were called balls to the right-handed hitters. And called a strike there to the lefty Nevin. So top of the order, Brant Brown, bases loaded, one out. Bison still lead at 8-7. to seven. McGinnis, strike. Inside corner, 0-1. And, Tim, you notice Clark has moved back. He's behind the bag over at first base now. That is bringing him back up. Pitch is fouled out of play. It's 0-2. Now you're in a count that you can do something as a pitcher. You don't want to get too loose with it, though. A pass ball, wild pitch. You don't want to put too much pressure on your catcher in this situation. See how they play it, 0-2. Here's the pitch from McGinnis, and it's a base hit to left. One run is going to score, that's the tying run. Forehand comes around, the ball is cut off for some reason, and Lawson State walks off. All the walks come home to roost. Lawson State celebrates on the infield. And After a sweep yesterday for Southern Union, the Cougars sweep today's doubleheader. They come back from eight to three down and win it nine to eight. We'll take a break, come back and wrap things up from Lawson State right after this. Husqvarna's end of season clearance sale is on and it's time to get the best for less. You may not be celebrating the end of summer, but your local Husqvarna dealer is giving you a reason to smile. Pick up the latest innovations and get Husqvarna's legendary power and performance for less. Enjoy great savings on select inventory, expert advice, and superior service that will keep your Husqvarna equipment operating at peak performance all season long. Hurry in. This sale is on for a limited time at participating Husqvarna dealers. Visit Meadows Farm Equipment, 85 County Road 811 in Weedowie or MeadowsFarmEquipment.com. The Car Clinic, Main Street, downtown Roanoke. Their motto, you pay and we spray it. Open seven days a week, 9 a.m. until the last car is gone. Get your car, truck, or SUV cleaned by the professionals at the Car Clinic on Main Street in Roanoke. Make your ride look like it just came off the showroom floor. Seven days a week, you pay and we spray it from the Car Clinic. The Bison fall nine to eight in the second game. In a ball game that they led eight to three in the sixth inning. And a long time ago, it's hard to remember that Caleb Brooks had a no hitter into the fifth inning in this game. Yes. But it's a tough day for the Bison. They'll have to go back and regroup. They split the dub they split the series, excuse me, not the doubleheader. They lose both both games here today. Split the series two two with Lawson State. And the Bison fall to 16 and 12 overall on the season, nine and seven in the division. 
And that's going to do it for us. I want to remind everybody, basketball Tuesday night, uh, the last home game for the Bison, uh, for the for the men. The ladies are in the uh, postseason, but uh, we'll be on the campus of Southern Union uh, Tuesday night, doubleheader men's and women's, 530 and 730. Uh, and then we've got, uh, and I don't have it in front of me, uh, baseball and softball Thursday and Saturday scheduled. Uh, and I apologize, I just did not grab it out uh, my spreadsheet out but uh, we will be somewhere Thursday either on the baseball field or the softball field on the air Tuesday Thursday and Saturday with Southern Union Athletics so thank you folks for listening and watching with us today and hope you'll continue to tune in with all, all the sports that we'll bring you from Southern Union all week long next week for Lon Hurst and Adam Slay I am Tim Altork thanks for watching and listening with us today everybody so long <laughs>